Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Wrestling Podcast. Feels like it's been an age, guys. Has it been an age? It certainly feels that way. We've been negligent in not providing you with our idiosyncratic musings, but here we are. We're back. It's the new year, the year 2022, and we've got so much to talk about, so much to catch up on. So thanks for joining us once again. It's the Wrestling Podcast. That's spelled W-R-S-T-L-I-N-G. It's all of the graps but without the E. But of course, me and G, we're not anti-E, we're simply pro-wrestling. My name is Liam. This guy, fresh and returned from the United States of America, is Gareth. I don't know about fresh, but hi! You're certainly back. Yeah. (laughs) Just about over my jet lag, but still recovering from COVID. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. So in case some of you were reading between the lines, yes, the the man himself did unfortunately grapple with the virus, Mm. but... You're doing okay? Yeah, made it two years and then go on one holiday, game over. Oh, man. Holiday to the States, no less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, yeah, that was a, certainly uh, left me feeling very like, oh, God, what am I going to do? Because I caught it, I think, less than a week before I was supposed to come back to the UK. So it was more like, you know, having to rearrange flights and mm. deal with work and all mm. that, all that fun stuff. You know, the symptoms yeah. were very mild, uh, so that I was less worried about that. But all the other odds and ends <laughs> had me feeling yeah. pretty stressed there. For, for no, a I'm sure it did. Yeah, I'm sure it did. Well, there we go. I'm glad you're on the men now. That is good news. One of the positives was I, I posted the photo as well. Is that it meant I was still out there once King Cake season started in twelfth night, the sixth of January. I got to have some uh, fresh from the uh, bakery King Cake, which was very pleasing. Very good. Very good indeed. Yeah, there's a silver lining to that that particular story. Mm-hmm. Glad you are feeling up to speed now. Whilst you've been away, there's been a whole lot going on in the world of professional Jeez, wrestling. Has there? Oh my lord, so much going Certainly on. Certainly in our little sort of section of the wrestling world anyway. Well, yeah, this is it. And so we thought rather than focus on any one show this week, we would just have a bit of a chat more generally about things. And uh, we did catch up on... The first week or two of uh, 2022 has been pretty mind-blowing, actually. Yeah, well, it always goes crazy in Japan, doesn't yeah. it? You know, that that January 4th slot is nutty. But yeah, it feels like even more so this year. Maybe we're just more aware of stuff. Sure. Combination of the two, maybe, a little bit by Yeah, yeah, it could be. But hell of a lot going on. So let's let's start at the big one, I guess, which was Wrestle Kingdom mm-hmm. from New Japan Pro Wrestling. A couple of big talking points coming yeah. out of this one. Coming into their 50th anniversary. Quite, yeah, absolutely. Well... They are entering that particular arena on the back of arguably their most prolific champion of recent memory, reinstalled at the top, the Rainmaker, Mm. Kazuchika Okada. What were your thoughts? You know, were you expecting Okada to walk out going into Wrestle Kingdom? Were you surprised at this result or what what are your general feelings? I was kind of hoping that Shingo would come out the other side, actually, was my, that's what my heart wanted. But I think my head did say, likelihood was probably a carder you know he'd been mm. away from that top of the mountain for quite some time yeah they're entering a big stretch with it being the 50th year you know you want the uh the rainmaker back on top surely so i think certainly not a bad choice but you know maybe the more the more predictable sort of choice but yeah like the match quality is going to be tops i'm sure well this is it yeah no, absolutely uh just a little spoiler so for this forthcoming 
uh, edition of Inside the Ropes magazine, the February edition, I did a little one pager on Wrestle Kingdom. And what I wrote about this was that it felt like a bit of a shame that 2021's lone feel good story from New Japan being Shingo Takagi was sort of immediately scrubbed off the board. But that said, you know, anybody who's listened to this podcast when we've been discussing the cerulean blue will know my feelings towards okada are strong and true i'm a big big mm. fan of the rainmaker and you know what seeing him walk around with that old belt yeah the original iwgp uh, heavyweight four. title yeah it's just um it feels it, right if it's felt right yeah it's his and belt so, isn't it <laughs> and it kind of geared me up for him yeah. being the champion proper yeah which is clever you know shingo is obviously going to come again i feel like he's a bona fide main event now. oh yeah the tricks not to let him slip. What do you think the future holds for uh, young William Osprey after this? It all depends on travel. I think he loses nothing in defeat, really, because it was another spectacular match. There's an interesting story forming in the sense that that's the sec- second consecutive Wrestle Kingdom where he's lost to Okada in a mm. big singles match. So that's interesting. I mean, I think actually last year the entire United Empire also they got had a rough old time, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So they don't seem to do well at Wrestle Kingdoms. So I think there's a lot more to come from that stable. Mm. Well, um, and you think how much Cobb's stock has risen? Oh yeah. Certainly in in lieu of Osprey being out in Japan. Yep. You know, he had what what a G1 run he had. Good match with Naito here as well. Yeah. I'd like to see him on the mic more. I think yes. that's kind of where he goes. He starts to make a bit more of a dent in things. But yeah, I think he's in consideration for this year's G1, you'd assume. Yeah, you My fear think. is that he becomes he, he becomes like an Ishii figure. Mm. Um, you know, reliable workhorse that doesn't necessarily get the the praise he deserves. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, fingers crossed that's not the case. Like, fingers ho- crossed hopefully they can pull the trigger on him. You know, I could see, you know, if not the G1, I could see perhaps a, a new Japan Cup win for yeah. Cobb this year. Yeah, I think you're bang on there. New Japan Cup sounds about right. But yeah, with regards to to Osprey, it really depends on the travel. I think yeah. if he's able to commit time to Japan, he's probably going to find himself back in the mix fairly soon. I would expect that he will because they've done the whole thing of Aussie Open. Sure. And I, I don't. I I would go. I would expect they're kind of excited about that. So it would seem a shame for them not to head over to yeah. Japan at some point. But there's a lot in play, isn't there? So not sure about Osprey's hair at the moment. What's he done? I've, just, I can't remember. It's just not looking. I just don't think it looks very good at the moment. <laughs> oh, it's just a general critique on his yeah. cap. <laughs> Osprey needs trim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like Hook, but with a bad hair day. Oh man, Hook's hair's the best. Yeah. It's great. Although the other day I was messing around, I was like ruffling my daughter's hair. I was like, yeah, it's almost <laughs> like Hook. Like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> I digress. But Osprey's actually Send got for big, Iris. Send Iris. Yeah. yeah. Osprey's actually got a big match coming up on these shores uh, at the end of this month mm-hmm. in Rev Prairie's defending against Mike Oku or OJMO, yep. who's, the, I think, the cruiserweight or junior heavyweight. I forget how mm. they classify, classify the weight class belt. But yeah, so that's going to be a, a big match as well. And he's been top dog there for a long while. So you wonder if there may be... Um, Chain, changing of the guard. Indeed, indeed, which would be interesting. And I think also set the UK scene off on a on a good note. You know, somebody new elevated to yeah. the top. Who knows? But... Plenty of exciting stuff. I think what's really cool for Okada is he inherits the belt just as 
what is quite an isolationist company in general seems to have changed their their tune a bit mm. you know because wrestle kingdom obviously you had night three with noah but we also had you know stardom featured on the main card you had uh gleet wrestlers as well you know with the strong hearts were on the show yeah so good to see shima big shima getting the huge pop and his exchanges with minoru suzuki were ace they were the best part about that whole thing so but you know that's we've been saying this for a while now there's no reason why they can't bring people in yeah they just can't absolutely. bring international people in yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, just yeah. How it goes. yeah there's plenty of great people on their doorstep and you think of someone like the strong hearts well that's a an obvious choice for those never six man belts mm. why ever not so yeah because yeah. a part of what's made Noah and ddt and dragon gate and you know all these other japanese promotions so exciting well and, and the and on the joshi side of things as well has, has been so exciting for me the last year is you know the intermingling the co-mingling of rosters people sort of turning up you know having a nice run mm-hmm. you know and disappearing again you know it doesn't have to be a long turn even no. just the odd match great just suzuki turning up to join you to respect army and then <laughs> off he goes that was great i, I just love that whole thing i really really yeah. enjoyed that yeah it makes a lot of sense and i felt it was interesting that they kind of joined the international party before they joined the domestic one mm. you know they were happy to be part of that collaborative scene you know over in america yeah. with AEW and all those other folks but seemed hesitant to do it here so i'm really yeah. glad they're over that and i hope it continues yeah because they've got the um, collabo with All Japan as well coming up, I believe. Oh, so, I didn't know about that. I believe so, for the anniversary. Yeah. Um, Any other highlights from Wrestle Kingdom for you? Yeah, Shibata. Yeah. Wow, that was great. What a moment. Just brilliant. And just so, so cool, the way that he, you know, I don't know <laughs> if it's real or not, but the way he appeared to call an audible. Yeah, and for, just go. Like, just rule change. Yeah, we're having a real match. <laughs> and you know the crowd reaction to it you just haven't had those reactions because of their you know they couldn't help themselves but gasp or you know make a make a proper sound as opposed to just clapping so it was it felt like a real moment it was it was great and the match itself was a lot of fun big spot for narita oh absolutely yeah good good to see him back out in japan as well obviously because he's been uh wrestling as part of the la dojo mm. so yeah I, th- I think once he sort of does return from that excursion I think sort of the world is his oyster in, in New Japan. Yeah, I don't disagree. And I'm intrigued to see how often Shibata wrestles now. Because mm. I, I was conscious that he didn't take much in the way of shots or damage to no. the head, which no. is positive. And I, I don't really want to see him take anything like that. But I'm intrigued to see if they choose to manage him going forward in sure. such a way that he can kind of work, but not you know, in, in a safer way realm as possible yeah well that's something we'll be keeping an eye out for you know future matches from him oh god yeah um (laughs) but overall i do think i would have loved you know for wrestle kingdom more generally i do think certainly this year there was there was one amazing night's worth of wrestling spread over two nights i'm really glad you brought this up it was on my notes to discuss with you because i think the last time we mentioned this i've quite enjoyed it previously yeah 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 and I was wondering what your thoughts were, because I I think, again, in this article, I'm just ruining it for everybody that wants to read it, or two of you. I felt like there was one really solid yeah. night's card, a great card. There was one incredible card's worth of wrestling here. Or sort of two okay cards or yeah. you know, fine cards. And yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I'm, I don't know. I'm still on 
team one night. I don't think it's going to go back to that for commercial reasons more than yeah. anything. But I'm I like it feeling special and it being a bit of an honor to get on there. And if you're not in a pronounced match, you're in the Rambo. That's that's the yeah. end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so last year I was I was pro. This year I've I've swung the other way and was, that's fine. Um, have come out against the, the the two night system. No, that's good. I'm terrible, and I'm actually yet to watch the Noah night of Wrestle Kingdom. But Same. I know um, tomorrow, the fifteenth, the English commentary version is dropping on Wrestle Kingdom. So I think once you know, just because it will be enhanced for me by Mark and Stu's commentary anyway so i think that, that, that's what i've got in uh on the cards for for tomorrow yeah check that out up on wrestle universe it's gonna be good stuff yeah i hear good things I heard it was a fun and unique card and the bits that i have seen uh, pertain to the keno uh naito face-off looking that forward to that. Sort of, yeah I'm, I'm thinking that's gonna be a lot of fun i've been lucky and have, have managed to avoid i think all spoilers for that show i haven't seen um, anything i think mainly because i was i think that was the day i flew flew home ah, so like i was in the air for like you know and also dead from jet lag <laughs> the 24 hours around the show yeah no fair enough we're, we've got plenty to look forward to there and um, from what i understand there's a lot of room for things to develop from here should mm-hmm. they choose to so fingers crossed but i do hope if this collaborative feeling continues then i want to see ddt involved as well i want mm. to see Takeshita in there i want to see ueno in there let's go what a great way to freshen somebody up by them going on quote unquote excursion to another yeah. promotion for a spell you know like if somebody's a bit overexposed in one promotion you know give them a whole bunch of new people let them sort of work on something else let them develop and then let them let them come back Seems a no-brainer to me. Yeah. I mean, chief candidate for me would be, well, from New Japan at least, Hiroki Goto. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah, he's great. He's he's failed at the last hurdle so many times yeah. that I think the interest has waned. And if he was to go somewhere else and actually, you know, do bits, I think um I think he could soon prop him back up. So he's somebody actually I think would be a really fun challenge for Takeshita. Yeah, that would be a good match as well. That'd be top draw. Yeah, it's really exciting. It's really nice to see. And yeah, fingers crossed it continues and this sort of sentiment remains because I think it would be very positive for Japan this year if that is the case. Um, all right, let's move on then to New Japan's sister promotion, if you like, uh, Stardom. Yes. Because plenty's happened here as well. We've got a new Absolutely. red belt champion. Mm, How about that? It was the right person to, to dethrone the champ or now former champ. Mm-hmm. I think Donna Del Mondo are just the best right now, like untouchable. You know, we've had Momo defector or not defect, but joining Oedo Tai. We've had. I love that total character change as well. Yeah, we've had Tekla and Mirai, you know, joining DDM as well. Hell yeah. Just so, so much, so much happening. Lady C joining Queen's Quest. Yeah, lots, just lots of movement. Surely she should be Lady Q now. <laughs> I think it's really, really set the stage for... It does feel since we've come on board with Stardom, they have gone from strength to strength to strength. And I think 2022 is going to be no uh, no difference, no different yeah. there. Yeah, definitely. They've got a lot of good sort of people on board now. They, all the pieces, you know, kind of, of... Not that anything wasn't together, but just everything is lined up in such a way now that I'm just so, so excited for what 
2022 brings yeah curious now like who who can beat shuri who can possibly mm. yeah it's really interesting i know who i want it to be but who do you want it to be <laughs> i want it to be julia i want i want ddm interfaction warfare uh, you know chasm to break down the middle and julia's imports to splinter off into their own faction yeah that'd be, that'd be fine for me i just really like how they've really drawn attention highlighted the fact like how how close are friends tecla and julia are or yeah. have been yeah 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 i wasn't aware of that so that, that was really powerful it's interesting because i feel like tecla initially feels like a better fit than mariah does yeah, um absolutely just with all her antics and you know her charisma and the promos and stuff yeah. like that and it also and fits that history into, yeah the history too and i think it also fits to what she was doing before she was revealed you know while she was under the mask and being a bit crazy you know she's kind of kept that crazy which yeah, is yeah, fine yeah. whereas right look hey she's she's great she's a really good wrestler and she's gonna you know she's gonna bang when she gets going but just from a a character perspective looks a little bit more on the back foot here mm. just slightly less settled or in place you know um yeah. but it's interesting and I, i'm really into it i thought it was intriguing that siri and julia lost the tag belts mm-hmm. as well so that adds more fuel to the fire it's going to be an interesting year but oh definitely what do you make of um how things have worked out for Utami. Was that the right time to do it? Has she been elevated? Yeah, I, th- I think she's, for me anyway, like coming into stardom and seeing her take the belt and not really being sort of familiar with her, I feel like my respect and enjoyment for her grew with her title reign. Yeah, agreed, yeah. She's top tier for me now. She's gone above and beyond prove- proven herself to be uh, absolutely one of the best in the world. And long may she, you know, reign on, at the top of the card of of stardom moving forward yeah i think they did a really good job here because you had the the momo split which was clearly gonna take her attention you know particularly ahead of this huge huge return match with shuri so i think it felt like a good time or as good a time as any to do it because there's plenty for her to do it's not like she's going to be spinning her wheels or anything get straight into that momo feud and i'm looking forward to that big singles match whenever it arrives that's going to be a lot of fun which is great you know like because i'm just thinking of maybe it's comparing apples to oranges but like in tjpw when when rika lost the belt yes she just seemed to disappear yeah absolutely yeah it's a, it's a different thing you know there was a direction for her immediately yeah so it doesn't feel like she's lost anything really she's already got a new focus so yeah it's really exciting but i like the way they've reset the table for the year 2022 all the factions have kind of been retooled to yeah, an extent yeah it's going to be interesting yeah really interesting to see how it goes they're all kind of set up now in a way that they all feel quite dynamic yes where yeah. where they may be whilst you know there were plenty of dynamic individual characters in in stardom you know all through last year it felt less like some of the factions felt a little bit like they might as well not be there at times yeah i know what you're saying yeah whereas they i think they've kind of yeah got everybody where they need to be added new people remove people move people around and you know all the factions generally i would say do feel quite exciting in one in, in one way or another I, I agree wholeheartedly. And also, just to chuck into the mix, that we know we have a Tony Storm on the horizon. He obviously has a close affiliation with Stardom. So mm-hmm. she's somebody that could potentially re enter the mix. 
And if reports are to be believed, uh, a Kyrie Hojo could well be. I mean, good lord. That would just, I think, push them That'd over the you know big, over the top, wouldn't, wouldn't it? it? Yeah, 100%. That would be massive. So fingers crossed. I mean, look, I'm personally hoping that maybe Asuka or Kana, as it was, decides that maybe she fancies going back for a bit because that would be very exciting <laughs> as well. Yes. Ugh. But there we are. Loads loads, and loads to get excited about there. Um, you mentioned TJPW. So let's hop over to there because they have not been without news themselves. No. Um, of course, in the Princess of Princess title scene, Miyu Yamashita fended off the challenge of Mizuki, the one of the first shows of the year, possibly the first show of the year. I wasn't bummed about it because I thought that Miyu was going to win, but I was, I was, I allowed myself to become quite excited about the idea of Mizuki yeah, being the same. top champ. You know, it's an interesting one. It's like, who do you think, who could possibly be next? Does Miyu hold it until a Cyber Fight Festival or? I, I, yeah, I, th- I think so at this point. I think she probably loses at Cyber Fight Festival now. And if I had to go out on a limb, I think it's going to be a return match with Maki Ito. Oh, and I think Ito is finally going to... That's that's where I think Ito is finally going to win the big one. Even as international princess champion? Because mm-hmm. obviously she won that from yeah. Hikari Noah. I do, yeah. I think you know we've got six months between now and then. A lot can happen in six months. I, but I think it's going to be... Maybe it's champion versus champion. Biggest possible match that TJPW could put on, I think. She's still got, I think, Shoko is her next big challenger, next bump in the road. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, Mia's just had like a death clutch on this, uh, on the Princess of Princess title now. I do think they're in slight danger of having quite a wide there's quite a gap between the top tier and yes. the rest almost absolutely and it would be nice to see somebody bridge that gap i i'm intrigued to see if it happens like, i wouldn't be surprised if yuka was the person to beat me which would represent kind of more of the same like it would yeah. be good it would definitely be good but it would i'm kind of looking for something different here mm. in an ideal world somebody um, that hasn't held it before i think needs to be the next the next champion really and yeah, yeah that, that, that's why I'm kind of hitching my wagon to Ito. Well, I'm I'm all for that, but I'm also stumping for the truth, Miyu Watanabe as well. <laughs> if that was doable, I'd be all in. You love her so much. She's the best. She's the absolute best. But yeah, interesting. What do you think about Noah losing her belt again, sort of right time or? I, you know, I kind of would have actually loved to have seen, I think it would have done big things for Noah had she won there. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think it does less for Ito winning it than it would have done for Noah had she been able to to hang on to it. I think yep. that could have been her like trademark like victory, mm-hmm. like win as champion, I think. It really would have put her over the top. And then when she did finally lose it, she's a credible princess princess challenger. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree. I wonder if it was a decision that was made with a, a look to excursion again, yeah. you know, sort of this time last year where they were gearing up an AEW for the women's eliminator tournament. And Very they, possible. So you wonder if Ito maybe thinking return match with Thunder well, yeah. Rosa. Yeah. yeah, she's, she's you know, they've already kind of had that call out, haven't they? So yeah, yeah I wouldn't I think... be surprised. So yeah, you know, the action continues to be great stuff. Enjoy every TJPW show I watch. But yeah, I am 
I do think occasionally some of the kind of uh, decisions do kind of stop some of the the rising stars from maybe reaching their full potential. Like, yeah, it always feels like, oh, now's the time. And then they have the match and like, oh, maybe not. Not, you know, not quite the time. The, the yeah. kind of the, the rug gets pulled out from underneath the kind of people that are kind of reaching upwards. Yeah, definitely. Just last note on TJPW, I think they've got a big tag team tournament coming up soon. Yeah, Max Hart too. Indeed, and I just want to set my stall early that I am team venue 100%. I want Camille and Asuka, Venny, however you choose to refer to them, I want that tag team to go all the way. I would love that, yeah. I'm, I'm on board with that, 100%. Wicked. Okay, we are aligned. Kel Surprise, my friend. Um, Did notice no new Bashiki Goon in the tournament, though. Interesting. You know, was curious about. Do miss seeing Saki Sama and Mason Michelle in TJPW rings. You know, they've yeah. mysteriously disappeared since they lost the, uh, the tag team titles. Yeah, interesting that. It's almost as if one of them was out of the country or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, Weird. I just... I'm speculating, but um, somebody that looks a lot like Saki Sama in Saki Akai has been doing good stuff in DDT where my Yahiki has apparently joined, which is pretty damn cool. Mm, yeah, a lot of interesting stuff going on with the all the uh, that whole crew that s- departed from Ice Ribbon. Prominence, yeah, absolutely. So it was interesting when I saw the the press conference stuff because it looks like they're going to air the first couple of prominence events on Wrestle Universe. Yeah, so the first one's already up on Wrestle Universe, and yeah, looking forward to seeing. I'm still, forgive me, dear Lester, I'm still playing catch up on all the amazing wrestling that's come out of these first you know week, two weeks of uh, of January. Yeah, it's it's interesting because that was one of the things that Tagagi said about yes. which he hadn't delivered on yet is he wanted a deathmatch promotion mm-hmm. i didn't necessarily think it would be well it's not exclusively a joshi deathmatch yep. promotion but it's certainly joshi led i guess absolutely um, but there you go you know most of the things that in interview one which is on itrwrestling.com if you want to familiarize yourself most of the things that he predicted came true shortly mm. thereafter and that was one of the dangling threads from that conversation so yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a man of his word so yeah, very excited to um, you know keep playing catch up on the year so far and watch that watch that show. Uh, yeah. I hear that I hear the the Brooks match on that one is uh, one to behold. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, definitely Brooks and Suzu. Yeah. Okay, last bit in Japan. Let's just talk a bit about Chalky P real quick. Big Asia Dream title match on the horizon for January twenty second, a day after this fair fella's birthday listeners if you want to send something <laughs> to an address that i'm not gonna we need to get a po box yeah we need a po box definitely someone set that up okay um that'll be me but it... yeah. <laughs> chon versus massa i'm into it i'm feeling it that's yeah that is that's a big one and i don't know it feels like it's early in chon's reign but i wouldn't be surprised if massa was to win but then you have to think Chocker Pro 200 is on the horizon, yes. believe it or not. We're staring down the barrel of that gun. Yeah. It, Good well, Lord. Yeah, to yeah. like 192, 193 now, I think. 93, I think that one drops. Um, you know, so that's come around pretty quickly. So, you know, you'd wonder if they might hold off on a big change until then. But hey, it's exciting times. You know, Chocker Pro 100 last year was one of my favorite yes. events of the year. Mm-hmm. So I'm very intrigued to see what they do for 200. Yeah, I'm sure they've got something up their sleeve. 
Yeah, one hundred percent. Would lo- would love for a short comeback from uh, Emi Sakura, maybe for the for the two hundred. Oh yeah, if possible, that'd be that'd be fantastic. Certainly a Lily Pencil comeback because I don't think she's wrestled since she's returned. Or no, she? and um, then I'd love to see maybe the big rematch, CDK Best Bros. Yeah, absolutely, because that was another time limit draw, wasn't yeah. it? Man, where would the Best Bros be without those time limit <laughs> draws? It's an interesting question to ask. Um, I'm not going to put it to Aki himself, but. <laughs> For fear of causing offence to a thoroughly lovely chap, but yeah. Okay, so that's Chucky P. Let's move on from Japan then, mate. Um, We were talking a lot before Christmas about this PWA MCW show. Now, I personally was very surprised to see that, I don't know if they routed them, but they certainly beat them quite handily. PWA marched into Melbourne and and took the the night with, um, you know, Ricky... South going over Adam Brooks as well, which is pretty big. You know, there was some shenanigans, of course. Oh, of but, course, it's to be expected. But you know, marched right in, stuck the flag in the ground, and yeah. took it. Interesting. So the rematch was set for today. Actually, it's happening yes. today yeah. in PWA. So Brooksy was heading into enemy territory to try and get his win back, and I think there were some other MCW guys on the card as well. So I'm excited that this is kind of ongoing. This this working relationship between the two companies. Mm. And I have seen that um, MCW have announced for their show in February, on February 12th, the Fight to Survive show. You've got um, a few more interpromotional yeah. matches, Brooksy and Mick Moretti. That's going to be good fun. Um, Moretti is quite interesting, so I'd be intrigued to see that one. Mm-hmm. Jessica Troy's got a title defense against Lily Blaze. And then if you recall from the Winter Warfare show, which feels like a decade ago now, <laughs> Jesus. Um, the the big sort of five on five match team Slex versus team Rocky that's going to be really fun as well so I'm mm-hmm. quite pumped for that show really looking yeah. forward to that but yeah still the scene's still doing bits the one to really look out for though is Velocity's Aussie Open too oh geez yeah my word yeah so much going on down under it really is a really an exciting scene to follow so if you haven't already I do employ you to to give it a go and try and check out. One of those promotions, um, at the very least, most of the bits are up on Fight TV, or you can just check them out on their Twitter pages to find the links. Well, I mean, and also quite a bit of PWA stuff is, uh, you know, full shows have been up on YouTube and stuff. So, yeah, you know, never yeah. a better time than, than now to dive on in. Yep, 100%. Okay, that is the Aussie scene. Um, let's just briefly hop over to America then before we wrap this thing up. So Game Changer Wrestling has a huge show on January 23rd, the world on GCW emanating from the sold-out Hammerstein Ballroom of ECW fame. Two matches announced as far as I understand it. We have Ali Catch versus Ruby Soho, which was announced in a very, very cool video package, mm-hmm. which, I, which I shared on our Twitter. It's just, yeah, really nicely produced, so very good stuff. And that is going to be a belter. I'm really looking oh, forward absolutely. to that And then Matt Cardona versus Joey Janela. <laughs> have you been following... This stuff on Twitter. Have I? <laughs> it's been it's, so it's much been fun. so good. It's it just it just reminds me sort of how much Cardona outside of impacts is night and day. It's it's wild, isn't it? And similarly, you know, how great and creative Janela gets to be outside of the confines of AEW as well. 
Yeah, I would say the the stuff that he's been doing on Dark has been really cool. Um, you know, the feud with Sonny Kiss and the, the new act with, I forget the, the wrestler's name that he's paired with now off the top of my head. Yeah, no, I'm not sure. Uh, oh, God, gosh, that's going to bug me. But I like that presentation. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it would be would be good to see him doing more. But yeah, you're right. Clearly, there's there's a lot more. There's a lot of untapped potential there. There's a lot to him, to to, to both men. I think they're both incredibly creative when it comes to and they, they're both such wrestle nerds as well like that they pull all these interesting kind of threads from the past and like rework them and do interesting yeah things yeah definitely and so this has been a lot of fun to watch unfold the uh the war over chelsea <laughs> green did she didn't she <laughs> ridiculous just just good fun really nice really nice fun stuff so i'm looking forward to that show we definitely have to cover that yeah so with that happening on the 23rd we'll be covering that on our uh, january 28th episode yep makes a lot of sense to me probably the same as the chon versus massa match i'm sure we're going to be talking about that um Mm -hmm. so yeah loads to game we're gonna have to start doing more shows i think and then, of course, finally, let's talk about Impact Wrestling. You watched the Hard to Kill show. What did you make of that one? Yeah, you know what? This was probably the most fun I've had watching a full Impact show. I heard it was great. I haven't got to it yet. Since you came back to it, between generally very well booked and having a live crowd. Yeah, it was just a ton of fun. The The matches I probably would direct your attention to the most were probably the Steve Macklin Trey match for the exhibition title. That was really good. I also uh, really loved the Gresham Chris Saber match, but the match of the night for me was uh, Josh Alexander taking on Jonah. That was, oh, that. Nice. If, if you're only going to watch one match from the show, that's the one for, for me. Interesting. Okay. And then also the knockouts exhibition match was just a ton of fun in terms of, you know, some, Great spots, a lot of fun, and you know, uh, a happy ending in Tasha Steele's taking home the victory. Yeah, that's very cool. Very cool indeed. Yeah, I heard nothing but good things about that show, so I'm really looking forward to watching it. What did you make of the Deanna Mickey James match? Because that one looked brutal from what I saw. Yeah, that what was pretty brutal. Was yeah, interesting watch. Um, I just find the the kind of rule set, the Texas Death Match rule set, is like hard to put on a really for, for me anyway, like a really um, engaging match, you know, because it's the three count pinfall and then the 10 count down. I see. So, yeah, it's, it's difficult, but like the actual action itself was was really great. Mickey James is, you know, having a really good run. Deanna Prazo continues to be amazing as we've, we, you know, we've seen over the last the last year. Yeah, interesting to see sort of what's what's next for both Deanna and and Mickey. Obviously, we know Mickey is going to be competing in uh, this month's Royal Rumble. Yeah, what do you make of that? Is this a bit of a one-off yeah, impact I've, in WWE? I've no idea what to what to make of it. I, I guess it just stems from them absolutely decimating their women's roster with cuts. So, you know, they need to bring in some recognisable names to run a 30-person Royal Rumble match, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I feel slightly uneasy about mm. WWE coming into the Forbidden Door kind of... I, area i suppose it is a good thing really but i don't know history tells us that they don't play well with others no we've been we've been stung terribly you know in in the uk oh geez with obviously our scene being pillaged and destroyed effectively yeah pretty much yeah you know certainly a lot of people in the scene didn't did themselves uh no favors either so 
Oh yeah, it was it was a three prong thing, really, wasn't it? It was it was WWE, it was speaking out, and it was the pandemic, which yeah. basically eviscerated the scene entirely. So, you know, well, fingers crossed it comes back. Anyway, on the impact side, yeah, really cool to see that they're doing some interesting new stuff. Uh, some of the word I've read or seen coming out of the tapings looks intriguing as mm. well. The Ring mm. of Honor crossovers. Yeah. You know, I, feel, I don't I want to spoil anything here, but there's some interesting names floating around. So, yeah. Some of the people they have brought over are people that I was never particularly like high on from Ring of Honor, though, so which is a shame. So, yeah. Yeah. I think one that will probably outperform your expectations is the OGK tag team. Yeah. Mike and Alice and Matt Tate. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, they seem to kind of get a little bit of a shruggy kind of reaction from a lot of people. <laughs> but they, they look, they do good, good work, put on yeah. some good matches. So I think in that environment, they'll probably do just fine. Um, and Maria Canellis is a, a good talker and makes them interesting. So yeah. yeah, interesting to see where it goes. But yeah, so much going on, man. I don't know if we've covered it all there, but no. we've had a good stab. I know there's been some bits going on in Dragon Gate as well, which I don't think we're going to have time to cover on this show. But yeah there's, there's been loads going on. oh one thing i should say as well i haven't had a chance to watch it yet but the word on the street is that eddie kingston and gabe kid uh from the most recent episode Ooh. of new japan strong is an absolute bangerang so if you get a chance check that one out i'm gonna yeah. probably do that over the weekend yeah I, I basically i'm having the world's quietest weekend after basically working a full week jet lagged and uh recovering from covid i just want to basically other than this talk to nobody see nobody and just watch <laughs> just watch wrestling just get all your talking done in a yeah. comfortable 45 minute slot yeah and then, that's it yeah that's done. all right we do have some interesting news hopefully interesting news to come folks but we're not gonna drop it tonight we're just gonna hold off a little bit longer but yeah do do keep an eye on our socials and stuff for some intriguing bits coming from your boys at the wrestling podcast but I will leave that for next week. Um, anything else, Gio? Should we wrap that one up? I think that's. I think that's most it. Just you know, welcome to the wrestling podcast, uh, 2022 run of shows. Uh, it's great having you back. Thanks for joining us. I hope everybody had a lovely Christmas period. New Year's is doing well. Is healthy. You know, if unfortunate enough like me to get COVID, I hope your symptoms are mild. And yeah, thanks for sticking with us. One hundred percent. Couldn't have said it better myself. All right, folks. We're on the socials, Instagram and Twitter. It's at WrestlingPod. That's wrestling about the E. You can send us an email at wrestlingpod at gmail.com. Again, wrestling about the E. WrestlingPod.com is the place you need to go for all the links to places to download, personal Twitters, and all that other fun stuff. On the social, we are on the road to 300 followers. We're about 20 shy of the second. So if you want to join the revolution, we'd be eternally grateful. If you can spread the word, that would be fantastic. Also, if you would be so kind as to uh, write a review for us on your podcast platform of choice, that would make us feel very good indeed, much like the review from Letter Zero did. Thank you so much for that. It really genuinely did warm our hearts. And we had a lovely little exchange on WhatsApp where we both felt very good about ourselves for a bit. So thank you very much for taking the time to do that. So yeah, joining the party, folks, it really does help us out, helps us secure more guests and build this podcast into the, the big hulking nonny behemoth that you all want it to be. And that's pretty much us. So my friends, have a wonderful weekend. We will see you next week for more non-e antics. But in the meantime, stay happy, stay safe, and enjoy the graphs. <laughs>